Hey, my friends. Thanks for checking out the Purpose Mastermind podcast today. I'm sitting here laughing with my wife, Adina. Yes. <laughs> Adina, you don't know this, but this is going to be a quick, hard-hitting podcast. You know why? Why? Because in 20 minutes, you and I are going on a date. Oh, we are? We are. Oh, yes. This is so good. Can you guess where we're going? <gasps> oh, we've probably Sprouts and Sam's. Sprouts. Maybe <laughs> Sam's. Maybe both. Wow. <laughs> Is that a fake wow? No, it's just I'm feeling just laughy. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, I'm not faking with you or, or with the audience when I say this, that the idea that in 20 minutes we're going to be in the red truck driving mm. down the street to hang out at Sprouts and Sam's Club oh, gee. <laughs> uh, is very exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So a young couple came to our house uh, about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And they asked a question. Yeah, they they asked us, they prefaced asking us the question by saying, we, we specifically want to ask you to, because you actually look happy. Like actually. They, they see us in life. It's, you know, they're, we, we interact with them on multiple different occasions. And they're like, you actually look happy. And they asked us, how do you stay friends over the long haul of marriage? Um and we all know life, I mean, it can go so fast that you can forget the person you're doing life with. They're right beside you. They're your teammate. And you can actually forget about investing in each other and just let life take you down the current. And before you know it, you don't know the person. It's a great question. And it was an interesting one. It's why they came. That's They asked us, they, we want to we have a meeting with you. And then when they got here, they said, this is the question. How do you have? How do you have friendship? Because mm-hmm. they right now they have a number of little kids, but they're wondering what's it going to be like in just a short number of years when all of our kids are out of the house, living their life. What are we left with? Mm-hmm. It's a great question. Um, and I, when they asked, I was like, I don't know. That was my first thought was, I don't, I don't Yeah, we know. no longer do anything to like intentionally have fun. We just like ebb and flow with fun and connection. And so we don't have to, it's not like something we have to think about as much. Yeah, we don't have to make it happen because we have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have to make it happen. We have it. I mean, our life right now, to give you a behind the scenes of our life, we just gave you one example. We go on dates all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably... Every day, every day. I mean, like. and it might be it might be a date to go get a drink at a gas station. Mm-hmm. If I say I need a drink, or and you say I'm coming with you, or we might I might pull into the driveway like I did yesterday, and you jumped in the car and you said, "Take me somewhere." Yes, because I I was so comatose. I needed any kind of entertainment. Just take me somewhere. We drove around the block, literally. And came home. Mm-hmm. So lots of wind you can probably hear in the podcast. There's a major wind outside of our office. And so if you hear We noises, live in Oklahoma. <laughs> we live in Oklahoma. And uh, we have wind sometimes. So um, our life right now, we love we play tag in the house. Oh, yeah. Yes, we, we do. We have safety squares. Safety squares are a part of our life, and uh, we really like them. It's yeah. a way to just spontaneously in the middle of whatever, just someone will be like, you know, I don't know, like you say whatever you say, or I'll be like, hey, I'm standing on the safety square. Like, I'm safety square. I- or it's just a look you give someone, and you know that 
the look is beckoning you to chase them. Mm, oh, that's what it is. They're not mm-hmm. even words. You just look at me and then I'm just like, I'm trying so hard to get out of wherever I'm at to chase you before you get to the safety square. And it's just, it's just a way to keep things fun no matter what's going on. It's hard to know this at early stages of marriage. And I would say the first 10 years are still the early stages of marriage. <laughs> if life is seed time and harvest, like if your life is like a farmer, you have you have this this land. First, you have to prep the ground, and then you plant the seeds, and then you have some time, and then a harvest comes. I think in marriage, the first maybe five years is just digging up the ground to prepare it, mm-hmm. and then you spend a number of years seeding the dirt. You invest in your marriage. Uh, every time you prioritize your marriage over things in this world, uh, you're investing in it. And then over the course of time, there's a great result that comes from it. So our kids are out of the house. They're all in their twenties. Two boys are married and, um, daughters in Texas. And we love our kids. They love us. Yeah, they love us. They seem to. <laughs> uh, we like them. And our grandbabies love us too. Yes, and the two grandbabies. I got to tell you, um, I don't know that I, I could be happier than what I am as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you're happy. I'm extremely happy. I am in a whole new season. I, I just... Just being able to be full time with you and be present and grow with our family as it's growing with the new grandbabies, and I'm in a really great season. I mean, it granted it's it's hard and challenging at all different kinds of mm. times and ways that I don't expect, but it's also more amazing than I ever could have imagined. So, I mean, I love all the aspects of it. Yeah, can life be challenging and awesome at the same time? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you better believe it. Matter of fact, that's the only option. Mm -hmm. If you want a challenge-free life, you don't really want to be fully alive. Yeah. So I feel like um, we see now the result of this statement I'm about to make. If you build your marriage, it will build your life. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. There's no way you know that in the first 10 years of your life. No. No. (laughs) Actually, of your marriage, I should say. Actually, when you're 28, 30 years old, you might feel like your marriage is holding you back because you're like, if it wasn't for being married, I could put more time into my work Mm -hmm. and be more, quote unquote, successful. Or even just have more choices. Yeah. If you build your marriage, it'll build your life. Mm -hmm. That's the result that we get to see. Mm -hmm. I'm a very happy man, but one thing makes me sad. It's when people don't have the life they were made for. Mm. I can never, when I see that in someone, I can't quickly unsee it. When I know that a couple is not happy together, I just want to, I just want to take them both by the hand and say, you were made for more and you can have it. It's okay that your life or your marriage has gotten to this place where it's like just shriveling up into nothingness. 
at that moment, there can be the, the, the awakening to wait. This is, this isn't what we dreamed of. The day we got married, our vows didn't say, I'm going to keep loving you even when we grow older and we don't have anything special together. No. The, the dream was that you, that you build something great together in your life and there's genuine love and, and joy. When I see people that don't have that, that's the greatest burden of my life. Because you and I do not sit here talking as two experts in how to be a human. <laughs> and everyone listening out there should only wish that you could be as talented as Mark and Adina. Mark and Adina aren't talented. We're just humans. We're just humans, just like anyone else listening to this. Mm-hmm. And so anyone listening, we share about our life. I hope that I hope that you hearing us talking about how happy we are doesn't bring you a sadness. I want you to have a hope that no matter where your marriage is today, where your life is today, life can be different. Mm -hmm. And it's okay that you've gotten to that place that you've gotten to. Yeah. The, the way that you get to the life that you want to have is by taking one small step in a healthy direction. Mm. Just find one thing that's small, wherever it is you are at. You know, I can think right now in my mind of different places we were at. You know, we've been married about 30 years. I can think of different places where we weren't as connected and we were chasing life and wanted to be connected. Wherever you find yourself, just find one small thing. You mm. can do small things and you can do small things often. Yep. You can't do big things. If it takes a big something to make a change, then you're going to be less likely to get there or finish the steps or whatever is involved. Find one small thing. Yeah. Just do something that you want to do with your spouse that makes them smile or at least shows them that you care about them. If you even just show your spouse that you see them, yeah. you hear them, you see what's important and you do something that makes a sacrifice on your part to love them, just even that, do something and start right where you're at. That's how you build connection. If, if there's anything that we can do to help, I, I don't want this to sound like a commercial, but I, I, if we can help you, I want us to help you. It's really, literally our favorite thing to do to help this, marriages be strong. On the website, markdelaney.com, there's video courses. One of them is Restoring Intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's a short, I think it's six videos, short videos, that it's not about sex. It's about intimacy, connection. Yeah. And it basically... Um, guides a couple to watch a short video and then have a long conversation about that video. Yeah, and it helps you to connect and it helps to take some of the awkward beginnings out of it. So it just, it sets the table for a great meal. Yeah. So there is one small step you could take and that's on the website, markdelaney.com and the video course is called Restoring Intimacy. It's not very expensive. So there's a step you could take. So let's answer the question, um, they asked us, how do you, your friends today, your empty nesters, yet you really enjoy life and each other and you have friendship and how did you do that? I want to talk about the thing that I, as I reminisced and pondered that question, the one thing I told them was maybe one of the keys to us being able to have the relationship we have now 
is maintaining a sex life. Mm-hmm. That may sound counterintuitive. It may sound like we're missing the point. Yeah, yeah. But if you think about it, to maintain a sex life requ- requires you to have a physical, mental, and emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Early in marriage, you might be able to have just a physical connection and you keep having sex for a while. But over the course of time, sex requires in a relationship this connection of, of the whole of who the you are. The whole being. Mm-hmm. So in order to engage in intimacy sexually, you're going to have to have a level of intimacy in, in terms of everything else about who you are. It's hard to have great sex when you disagree greatly about finances. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have great sex when you disagree about the direction of your lives. So sex, to, to maintain a healthy sex life requires maintaining of a real relationship. So that is the one thing when, if they were to say, what's the main reason why you guys are today um, in love passionately, boldly and enjoying it? I would honestly say for us, it was prioritizing um, a sex life because the only way to have sex life together is if you stay connected mentally, emotionally, even spiritually, and then physically. I think um, a healthy sex life keeps you aware of where you may be lacking because yeah. you're exposing yourself in the most intimate way in every capacity. Yeah. And so if you are having sex and there's a gap or a, something that needs worked on, it pretty much presents itself. Um, like you mentioned, like if you're if you're not in agreement about finances, maybe there's a big purchase coming up or whatever it might be or the monthly budget, whatever it is, um, you realize we need to be connected outside in with, you know, within our everyday life. Yeah. In order to have really great intimate sex. And so you have the sex becomes even better when you do also connect with the other elements in your everyday life. Yeah. It just, it, and it makes you, it presents opportunities for you to make sacrifices, for you to, sh- to learn how to love the other person, for you to um, be honestly present what your needs are. Mm-hmm. And it, all of those things help to build the skill sets that you need to be someone who can be connected to someone else. Mm. Because being connected takes me giving and you receiving and you giving and me receiving. So that connection, it's, it's something we continually get to learn and grow in. So there's, there's no, if, 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 if you're not on the same page with someone and the important matters of life, you don't want to be on the same bed with them. Mm -hmm. So I, I would simply say, and this is our life. And this, hear the context of this, because it's not about sex, but to do, to engage in a healthy, powerful sex life requires you to be connected 
in basically all the areas of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Let me compare it to a different activity. If you were going to run a 5K once every three months, it's going to require you to stay in shape in order to do that. Mm -hmm. If you are not going to ever run a 5K, you could let yourself drift physically into a really bad place because you're not doing the 5k. Yeah. The 5k forces you to stay in shape. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want to have a sexual relationship with your spouse, it forces us to stay connected Mm -hmm. in terms of the vision of our life, agreeing on what we're doing with our kids, financial agreement, working overcoming our insecurities in all of those areas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, this is the short, punchy podcast we wanted to throw out to you mm-hmm. um, because we're going to Sprouts. Yeah. And maybe Sam's. <laughs> My friend, thanks for listening. You know, I'm going to end this. I got to tell you, your life has a purpose. Mm-hmm. You can know that purpose and you can be set free from anything that holds you back from living it out boldly. Now go take on the day.